Oh, Scott Ritchie, our hardworking basketball beat writer, is back from a vacation. We're happy to have him. Some things don't change, and that includes where he has Illinois ranked in the preseason. They're still, I think, a preseason top 25 team. Now, where they're going to fall uh, is more to be determined, but the talent is there for them to be considered one of the top 25 teams in the country. We'll tell you why Richie is underselling the Illini in this week's podcast, Inside Illini Basketball. Come back after these messages. Hi, I'm Paul Rudy, CEO of Rudy Wealth Management and host of Paul Rudy's On The Money Radio Show. Every successful investor I've ever met continuously acted on a plan. Every failed investor I've ever met was constantly reacting to current events. If the recent market turmoil is keeping you up at night, maybe it's time you begin to make your investment and spending decisions based upon a retirement income plan. Perhaps it's time for you to listen to the little voice in your head telling you to call Rudy Wealth Management. You'll be happy you did. Rudy Wealth Management, Central Illinois Retirement Specialist, 356-1400. Oh, welcome back, everyone. The gang is here again. It's been a long two weeks. Scott Ritchie, Ed Bond, Jim Rosso. Yeah. It's nice to be back, I guess. I mean, I did have a, a nice vacation, though. All right, Ed Bond, it, it was nice that you and Ed went on vacation together. That's good teamwork, camaraderie here at the Inside Illini podcast um, team, I guess, right? Did you not go vacation together? Vacationed at the same time, oh. maybe not the same. Location. Oh, I got my uh, my signals crossed. Yeah, I okay. thought both of you went to Eureka, went to the Casey's. Um, I mean, it's a fine place. Also, a, if you're listening, Casey's corporate always open. For, sure, for name, image, and likeness opportunities. All right, Scott Ritchie went east. Ed Bond went west. Let's uh, get the facts out, right? But uh, glad to bu- have both of you back. We took off last week because, well, I had no one to talk basketball with, actually. No one to produce the podcast, actually. So it makes it tough. It does. And I uh, I thought about going solo, but um, I quickly uh, snuffed that out. Anyway, inside Illini basketball, back for the next half hour. Scott Rich is going to catch us up with all of Brad Underwood's recruiting, right? Yeah, because that's mainly what July has been, at least so far. Because, I mean, workouts are still ongoing. Matthew Meyer has arrived. On campus, he was uh, still not the last of the the roster to make it. Here's uh, Zachary Perrine will be the the final piece. You know when he gets here, essentially when the school year starts in August, because he is playing for France's U18 team um, at the beginning of August in Turkey in the FIBA European Championships. But other than the workouts, I mean, it's recruiting in the summer, and you know July is a big month for that. It's the last month of the evaluation periods for the coaches to get out and you know watch these guys play um, we'll have another opportunity coming up um, starting the middle of this week um, big event right now going on just started in fact yesterday uh, is peach jam down in north augusta south carolina that's you know nike's kind of premier end of the summer event uh, several illinois targets are playing down there i think the team to keep an eye on and it's not you know at the the oldest level, uh, but it's the 16, uh, 16-year-old age group, Mean Streets, who I think has a real 
legitimate chance to maybe win, you know, PGM title because that's got you know Marez Johnson, James Brown, uh, Nogis and Jositis, uh, Carlos Harris, Carl Harris, you know, the point guard from Whitney Young, um, all Illinois targets, or in Marez's case, a commit. So that's uh, if you're gonna follow Peach Jam, like that's the team you, you want to watch. But other than that, a lot of new offers last week. Um, just as the recruiting board kind of continues to develop, change a little bit. I mean, there's some guys on it that you know they got an offer a year ago, year and a half ago, and guys maybe not a priority anymore. But so the newer names are always many ones to watch because that's where the coaches have had their attention. So in the class of 2023, you got a guy like uh, Papa Conte from South Kent School in Connecticut. Um, basically, you know, Illinois is recruiting half that starting lineup at, at this point. Um, but you know, Papa Conte, six ten, four star, you know, forward. So you know, another new name to watch in that 2023 class. Um, and the guard front. Uh, Garrick Normand, 6'6", calls himself a point guard. I like it. Bigger point guards. Brad Underwood likes it, too, mm-hmm. I think. Out of Birdville High School in Texas. Um, was unranked until last month, so he's a guy who's kind of climbed the recruiting rankings, blown up over the summer. Um, you know, a lot of high majors getting involved you know, in his recruitment. But I think, you know, it, it fits what Brandon was looking for, you know, what the what this team, this current Illinois team looks like. It's bigger guards, bigger wings, and you know, versatile bigs. You know, and you know, Underwood said that you know, if another Kofi Coburn comes around, wants to play at Illinois, might turn into a two-time All-American. Like, sure, he's gonna you know, go after that type of player. If not, you're gonna see a team that maybe embodies positionless basketball. And you know, that's sort of the, the buzzword these days. But if you look at the current online roster, they've got a lot of guys that can play a lot of different positions. Um, Ty Rogers, like, maybe can play the most. Um, so bigger guards, bigger wings. Like, look for that to kind of be the the way Illinois recruits you know, moving forward. Um, there's always a place, you know, for a point guard, and they offer to class of 2023 point guard with uh, international background uh, Nicolo Moretti he's a younger brother of Texas former Texas Tech standout um, Davide Moretti from Italy just came to the US last year plays down in Florida um, but he's got you know, that international experience and just got called up to Italy's U18 team um, for you know kind of a Three game set in Greece ahead of the European Championships, where maybe Nicolo Moretti and Team Italy will play against Zachary Perrine and Team France. Um, but that's uh, kind of the, the highlights of the new offers, um, and I think you would you know expect with the coaches out again this coming week to see you know, more new names kind of pop up, guys that they have have targeted. And we'll see what that means for the class of 2023 because Illinois still obviously doesn't have any commitments. All right, two weeks off. I'm now back. I'm caught up. You've just supplied enough information. It's a lot. That I feel full again. I mean, like part of me thought like Brad Underwood is like is not offering as many guys in each class, and he, he isn't because like some of his early classes, you know, like class of 20, 
18, I think, offered almost 70 players in the class. Um, not hitting that number yet, but still casting a wide net. And it's interesting, like, for next year, you know, like it's two seasons from now, the 2023-24 season, in theory, Illinois is only going to lose Matthew Meyer plus the one open scholarship, so that's two spots. But mm-hmm. like Terrence Shannon could might you know have a season that gets him you know into the NBA draft. Coleman Hawkins has been projected as a second round pick by a couple of different you know people that that put together mock drafts that I think are pretty solid. Um, so. It's kind of a little more difficult to recruit now because you just don't know what your roster is going to look like a year from now and how many spots you're going to have open and how many you want to save for transfers. It's a, it's a calculus that I'm glad I don't have to do. All right, Matthew Meyer made our uh, year in review uh, right before your vacation uh, under headlines you might read. Uh, did you realize this, Scott Ritchie? Did you read your own story, I guess is the point. And the headline was... Um, Baylor transfer scores 52 on mullet night at State Farm Center. <laughs> well, here's the thing. doesn't have the mullet anymore. He doesn't? The mullet's gone. Well. Uh, he cut it before because he was participating in the NBA draft combine. Okay. Lots of interviews with you know teams there. Like he cut the mullet to put more of a professional lookout. By mm-hmm. Still could, January, February, the mullet could be back. Still could happen. I hope it does come back. Have not seen any uh, promotion yet for mullet night at the State Farm well, Center. He, he's going to have to grow it back first. Yeah, does he? I think mullet night might just I mean, draw a crowd anyway. That was sort of his signature look. Yeah, like, I say do it. And you can always cut it again before you, okay. know, you take that next try at the NBA. All right. There were a couple other headlines I'd like you to like, have coming. Uh, but is he the Baylor transfer that scores 52 on Mullet Night? Is it Dane Danger that good point. steals the spotlight Maybe. on Mullet Night? Scored 52. I, of course, um, I, that's a lot of points. Okay. And like Last time, I think in the line I top 50, it was Dave Downey, and it was the 1960s. Okay. Even, you know, Brandon he had Paul. A, Even Brandon Paul, he got close, but it wasn't. he was still kind of fun. He had on. a crew cut back then. Dave Downey did. It was not a mullet. No. I can guarantee you that, Ed Bond. <laughs> uh, a couple other headlines. This one uh, was under the category headlines you won't read. Okay. It said State Farm Center crowd wins sportsmanship award. Well, they could. I'm going to have to maybe <laughs> headlines change. Headlines you won't read. Maybe got to change their ways a little bit because there were some uh, not great moments you know, towards the, the mm-hmm. back half of the season. And, you know. Bad enough that Josh Whitman had to like come out and pen one of his open letters. This one to the fan base was like, "Hey, chill out, like two degrees, like and like I'm all for fans getting riled up and being crazy, but like don't say terrible things to people. Like it's not that tough. You, why are you looking at me? Because that, uh, you're. I was like out, out of the corner of my eye <laughs> in one of those games. I was like, is that Jim Russell <laughs> being the instigator? No, it's just me yelling at you, Scott yeah. Ritchie, as your mom reminds me of. She penned an open letter to me saying, stop bashing my son. She didn't. But she does I'd be all right if Robin would do that to me because I respect her. Should. Yeah. Headlines you uh, will read. This one was under. Uh, part of Underwood's new deal is the Pizza Hut on Mattis Avenue. That was the headline you will read. I mean, how is it not already? Right. Like, how is 
Brad Underwood not sponsored by pizza. Like, I don't know. I mean, oh, well, I mean, I could see where they would be a little hesitant because when he's discussed Pizza Hut, it's mostly been about brawls in their parking lots. <laughs> um, but any publicity is good publicity. I, I think his, his agents really need to be on top of this. Okay. Headlines you won't read, and this is all from memory, mind you, Scott Ritchie. This is how closely I read my news gazette. If it's something along uh, McCaffrey Howard invited to Gordyville fundraiser, <laughs> uh, what? See, that would actually work. You know and, that and for a good cause. These and, guys don't hate each other. No, and like I think Brad and Fran, like they get along, right? Um, not saying Juan in there. I'm not, not sure. Like, because there's one Big Ten coach that's thrown hands in the last year, <laughs> and it's Juwan. And there was, you know, two years ago, there was obviously the 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 hurt feelings about the Big Ten title. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, the last two you know, kicking and cancer events at Gordyville, um, it's been obviously two former Illinois coaches, logical. Right. And then the one before that was, like, Frank Martin, who – like BFFs with Brad Underwood and right. t- the well, the recently unemployed at that point, Tim Miles, who was the star of the show. I don't know that Fran and Jawan are next on the list. These are all online, part of our uh, intense year in review that uh, Scott Ritchie helped put together. Uh, gobs and gobs of information about Illinois sports. Read it if you can go to linehq.com. Uh, there was another one, um, something along the lines of Hunter Dickerson. Uh, uh, wow's rebounders luncheon. That's probably not going to happen. No? No. Cause okay. F- well, from Hunter's own words, he finds Illinois fans annoying. Okay. And those are some of the best fans you're going to find in the uh, rebounders group. Yeah, I'm not sure that they would even, I don't even think they would welcome him with I don't think arms. so. I bet they would. They're a, they're a yeah, fine. I mean, they're they're very nice people, but yeah. It's. Uh, I don't know the hunter would be welcome. Okay. All right, so back to recruiting real quick. Now that I've uh, come off my recruiting high, I've sobered up a little bit from your opening intro. Uh, where does Illinois rank in the Big Ten among uh, greatest places to go play basketball for your blue chip set? Is anybody beating them in recruiting in the next five years? Are they... Are they doing that well? Well, they're certainly in the mix at the top of that. Uh, if you just look With at who, we just look at incoming classes okay. for twenty twenty two. I believe Ohio State and Michigan were ranked higher. Okay, but it's all they're. I mean, we're talking about a matter of degrees you know, with those those rankings. I mean, all three are in the top ten. So I think those two programs, like Chris Holtman's, kind of done really well, and then Juwan right has recruited well. Not Michigan State, not Indiana. Indiana, I guess they did. Well, after they added Malik Renew, they might have jumped. Okay. In. So, because they had two five stars. Um, we'll see. I mean, Mike Woodson's still in the nascent stages of leading that program. If he continues to recruit like he did with Jalen Hood Scafino and Malik Renew, I think, yeah, Indiana's going to be okay. tough to beat on the trail. Uh, Michigan State, it, time is it was getting good players, but. I mean, if you look at it, really, like he doesn't always get like the blue chip. I mean, Jaron Jackson Jr. was probably used like, to all the time. 
But he's turned that Miles into Miles Bridges era. Yeah, but like Cassius Winston wasn't like a all super right. like high level. Oh, yeah, I forgot all about your boy. He was really good. Uh, how's like, he doing? How's like, he doing in the NBA? Well, I, played in the summer league. I saw. Yeah. I okay. Think, I think he's been more G League. But, yeah. But like he has. <laughs> but like Xavier Tillman wasn't like a super highly ranked recruit either. All right. Um. So anyway, Elmo's uh, like in the. I'm how in did the Illinois top. get there? Was it Kofi or was it Io? Was it were you right when you wrote that day that uh, Io is the start of good things to come? Yeah. Okay. And I mean that was the first piece. Like, if Io would have gotten to Champagne and not become what he did, then the the path looks different. Um, but it was not just getting Io, but it was then getting Kofi the next year, and then it was the two of them really pushing you know Illinois back into the conversation of like, okay. This is a basketball program that is relevant and followed that up with this incoming class of like really, I think really talented freshmen and two of the top arguably 15 transfers in the portal. And I think if Illinois can continue to pair, you know, a couple, you know, good freshmen hit the portal for, you know, to fill the, whatever the obvious need might be with, you know, a guy that you know, can come in and be productive. I think that that keeps them in that conversation of, you know, Big Ten title contenders. Because even with a roster that's three fourths new heading into next year, like, I think Illinois is still one of those contenders because they're all very talented newcomers. Now it's a matter of how it all comes together, how they gel and coalesce, but the talent is there. So it's going to be. That's where you know Brad Underwood has to show what he can do as a coach by kind of getting the most out of that group, but recruiting really well. All right, uh, Scott Ritchie, every morning, 6 a.m., IlliniHQ.com. There's an update, unique online-only content. Check that out. Buy the News Gazette, too, if you want to. Pretty cool stuff. Voted a uh, top 20, top 10 national newspaper for, boy, we're about 25 years running on that. How about that? So Scott Ritchie has been there for nine of those years. You haven't ruined the streak, is what I'm saying. Thanks, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not, it's like the ba- most backhanded of backhanded compliments. Here, here's my challenge to anybody out there listening. Pick up a newspaper, print edition, and uh, see if there's anything else in the Midwest that comes close to us. Boom. I, Try it. I'm not sure there is. There isn't. Um, back to recruiting real quick. Uh, the, the incoming freshmen, what have you heard about their summer workouts? Give me the rumors, the gossip. Uh, fire away. Well, let's start uh, with the highest ranked of the bunch, Sky Clark. and Obviously coming back off of you know, a knee injury last summer, and I think they're they're happy with where he's at in terms of you know the – the rehab and recovery, uh, getting with Adam Fletcher has been important with that. And the fact that he was here in May and got a jump start on that is huge. So, like, they're not, there's no need to hurry it right now because it's July in the season. They won't play their first game until November. But I think he's certainly on track and to be 100% healthy by the season. And I'm curious to see if Sky Clark back at 100% on 100% Sky Clark being Sky Clark is like, does he play like a guy that was at one time ranked in the top 10 in his class? Um, since your Harris 
like freak athlete of the bunch, apparently. Um, skinniest. Like he has, from a physical standpoint, he's got the most work to do. Again, getting here in May, got a head start on that with with Fletch, but he's apparently broken all of the athleticism records that that Fletch has kept. Um, Jaden Epps, like Brad Underwood, can't stop like talking about his ability as a scorer, and like after losing, uh, uh, well, like roughly. Like more than eighty percent of the scoring from last year, probably closer to ninety. Like they need someone to get buckets, and Jay Neps is that guy. And then, like, I don't think anyone has a bad thing to say about Ty Rogers. Like, just he makes all of the hustle plays, does everything on the court, um, and it's like he's too good, I think, to be a glue guy. So I'm not sure, like how you would even describe what it is because he's he is a glue guy because he does all the the little things and the hustle plays and can stuff a stat sheet you know everywhere it might not be like a 25 point a game score but he's like elite level glue guy or something i don't know how i think it's good that you can't put him in a box can we is it too much to ask for uh like a opening night of practice scrimmage can we do a Midnight Manus type deal? Something before the first exhibition to see these guys play? Well, they did do an open practice last fall, like on a Saturday before a football game. Okay. All so right. I would appreciate that. How about that I time? I would appreciate just you know, being allowed to go every day like they used to be, but that, and maybe that, that ship has sailed. This might help with football attendance, right? Remember when they played basketball after a football game on the uh, south end zone? Do you remember that, Ed Bond? He does. Set up a court at a scrimmage. Let's do that. Make it work. Call, get underwood on the line right now. I mean, I could okay. certainly try. That'd be great. No, I, mean, I, I want more opportunities okay. to see them. And the fans are dying the for them. Tickets uh, on sale, I think, are they? Yeah, um, and yeah. A, lot, I mean, a lot of season tickets have already been, yeah. have been sold. And be interesting. There were a couple football games last fall. Uh, we foiled uh, the actual attendance were smaller than the attendance at State Farm Center. That kind of tells you where basketball's at. Yeah, I mean they were selling out State Farm Center fairly regularly yeah, last year. Love it. And that's fifteen thousand five hundred and forty-four. I think there were oh, twelve thousand at the Northwestern football game officially. Okay. Having been I know there? it was in your it was in your worst crowd list. Uh, I wish we could have given you the real numbers because we've been kind of holding on to those just yeah. to, to try to put it into context. But uh, hopefully football will draw a little better this year. Quick start would help, right? But basketball is going to draw regardless. At this point, yeah. I mean, give me your lineup <laughs> now. Uh, has it changed since you went on vacation? I don't think it has. Okay, I can't really remember who I had the last time, but let's go. Sky Clark. Okay. Terrence Shannon. You want me to help you? Because I can name a couple. Terrence Shannon. Hawkins. Matthew Meyer. And uh, I think you had R.J. Melendez out of your lineup last time. That was stupid. That was stupid. Because you were really pressuring me to put Ty (laughs) Rogers in it. All right, it's it's back. I think it's going to be one or the other. Okay, it's back. Um, I got a nine or ten deep rotation. That's okay? Yeah. Is that too many? It doesn't have to be, but that's a 
nine or ten can get tough sometimes. Like, I don't think it ever should be more than eight. But like, okay. I don't know who that eight will be right now because there's there's not a lot of separation. Good problem to have, right? So you have how, too many, how many starters? I say. Well, you always like seven. Terrence, eight starters. Matthew, mm. and come and put RJ back in. Yeah, I knew you would. And like the coaching staff is like super high on Dane Danger. How about Luke Goody? What happened to him? He's from Fort Wayne for goodness sake. He's gonna get come, him some run. He's gonna come off the bench and knock down like okay. three threes a game. How about that? All right. Makes me and the rest of Allen County feel better. Home of Fort Wayne. Yeah. So I don't okay. like they have I think like you said, they have like seven or eight guys that could probably start. It's either like not a Bad problem to have, or it's a bad problem to have because someone's not going to be happy. Okay, let's deal with these expectations. When do the first uh, magazine rankings come out? Uh, usually, I know it's uh, kind of a, like a like a like a bracket these days, like an NCAA bracket. It's all the time, right? Lunardi's got his teams in there already. But when do we start seeing what used to be the Street and Smith's top twenty-five and the like, Sport Magazine like top twenty-five? The Athlon. Yes. Um, those will probably come out. Midfall, like, okay, so October ish. Fortunately, September. we don't have to wait for the Richie top twenty-five, uh, as our AP voter is always being asked to keep an updated list. Do you still have Illinois in the the mid-teens, as you mistakenly had them last time I asked? Not eighth, <laughs> not eighth, no, not eighth. Like I recommended. If okay, if Brad Underwood would invite me to come watch practice all the time, and so I'd have an idea of what this team looks like. Then maybe I'd be willing All right. to rank well, them higher because I'd know more about them. I don't know how any of these guys are going to play together. Okay, that makes it tough. You right? mean you don't trust their social media, their, their <laughs> no. Instagram, and their <laughs> no highlights? I trust huh. my okay. own two eyes. All right, there they there's the offer, Coach Underwood. Invite Richie over for an afternoon, and uh, you two can hash it out. Yeah, and just so I have a little more information. But no, I think. Somewhere right now between, like, 14 and 20. Okay. Ed Bond shaking his head. He's got him more along where I have him, 8 and 10. 8, 9, or 10. Okay? I mean, that's a, preseason top, 20, top 25s have just gotten, like, almost impossible. Right. Cause well, I don't know what any of these – I know what Indiana looks like because it's the same – team but like anybody else it's tough real quick got a couple uh, uh quick questions that dude from north carolina who decommitted dropped out is he coming to illinois gg jackson uh no uh, he's going to go to south carolina reclassify and then be eligible for the 2023 draft okay thank you for answering that yeah that's uh, <laughs> malcolm hill gonna make the bulls like opening night roster um i don't know because right now because I guess before Summer League started, they um, get, offered him a, you know, made him, I think, a restricted free agent. Could pick up one their second two-way contract. Had a really good Summer League. He had, you know, of five games in Vegas. He played one that I would call bad, but he ended on a super high note, scored 20 points um, in his last game. Shot 50% from three for, you know, the week in Vegas, a week-ish. Um, I think, and if he, if he's not in the mix with the Bulls, if he doesn't get their second two-way slot, which is sort of where they've targeted him for, um, he, he'll get picked up by somebody. He played well enough in summer league 
I mean, shooting 50% like Walton Smythe. And, like, in his spot minutes last year, uh, both with the Hawks and with the Bulls, like, he wasn't phased. Like, he's a, he's a pro. So I think he's got a chance to make somebody's roster, even if it's on a two-way deal, maybe bouncing back and forth between the G League and the NBA. Carl uh, Malone. Uh, it's not playing anymore. <laughs> being compared to Kofi Coburn. <laughs> True or false? I haven't seen that on the internet. I wouldn't be surprised if it's on the internet because there's lots of crazy things on the internet. Um, I don't know that Kofi showed anything at Summer League that we didn't already know that he could do. Like, he rebounded well, both uh, in Salt Lake City for three games, and then he played three of five games in Vegas with the Jazz. Um, it's a It's a weird spot. In Utah, because that's a roster in flux. Like, they have 14 guys under contract now. Uh, Both their two-way slots are filled. Um, But the roster could change again if they trade Donovan Mitchell, depending on, like, how many actual players they get back, you know, compared to draft picks. I don't foresee Kofi, at least with Utah, like, actually making the roster. If he's with the Jazz, he's going to start... They'll still be in Salt Lake City because that's where their G League team is as well. But he'll be with the Stars in the G League. Um, you know what? I remember somebody you else picks him up. saying the same thing last year about this time about Io. I you and this is the truth. Did I? Yes, you so did. Io probably starting the G League. And, uh, well, that's la, 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 la. that's before Lonzo got hurt. Zach <laughs> oh, Levine here we got go. Hurt. Before I was really good Kobe, as a rookie. Before Kobe White started the year, second on the team all list. rookie. Scott Rich, you apologize. I don't have anything to apologize for because if not, if Kobe White would have been healthy to start the year, I don't know that Io would have been on the roster to start the How year. How about Thurl Bailey? He was one of my favorite Jazz. Why is you that? You should have watched. I like Thurl Bailey. You should have watched the Summer League games in Salt Lake City because Thurl Bailey was doing color commentary. Was he really? Yeah. <laughs> I did not know. No, that's good to know he's still doing well. Yeah, he looked great. All right, Scott Ritchie, what else you got for me before we let you out of the podcast booth and back to the uh, – Long line of work. I mean, it's, uh, despite college basketball being a 365 days out of the year type of thing, uh, this is a slower period. I mean, obviously the evaluation period is happening on the recruiting front, but it's just, you know, summer workouts are happening. There's not a lot of, like, news news. Get to that schedule uh, part of the conversation. I know Texas thing got uh, finalized last week, I think, where you're going. So that's good to see. Yeah, there's just, a, yeah. at this point, like a handful of games, mostly non-conference at home against low and mid-major teams that we don't know yet. All right. Well, it's good, uh, good to have you back, Scotty. Uh, we'll have a long run of inside Illinois basketball from now until, uh, I think, next summer, actually, when uh, we might let you take another day off. Yeah, that's, I, I checked your contract. No more days off until June 2023. That's actually, um, unfortunately, <laughs> <True>. accurate. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. All right, Scott, uh, see you next week.